Welcome to episode 190 of CGM's Pixels and Ink podcast. I am not joined by the usual cast of characters. I have Phil, Yay. but we do not have Jordan, Jordan or Cody. But we have Brendan. Hello. Who usually isn't on mic with us. No, usually I'm doing other things. But yes. today I am uh, actually joining you guys. Yeah, because... I'm so excited about it. Oh, I am just super happy. I <laughs> so love being on podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Ooh. he's even got some of the news for us today because he's been writing news this week. Yeah, actually, yeah. That's right. Are you looking up news? I, I might be. I'm not, I'm not saying I am. All right, you know what? Let's start with movie news. Yeah, sure. Let's do that. All right, so uh, first up, <laughs> which one do I want to start with? Something oh, good, like Phil. Uh, John Carpenter okay. um, is releasing a second album okay. of uh, Lost Themes, and oh. without uh, he's uh, hasn't announced any date, made anything specific yet, but he will be touring. Oh, his music. he is going to tour. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Phil, I we're know, going. So excited! You better believe it. Yeah, no, I really hope it happens. I mean, like. They haven't announced anything, and they just said that it was U.S. if there were going to be any. I mean, we're but almost U.S. I know. Well, normally when they say U.S., it really means North America. Yeah. So It's not that hard to get up here. Yeah. No, totally. So I'm hoping it'll happen. I went to, did you go to when uh, mm. Alan Howarth, who is no. like his co-composer on most of the movies, he did a concert um, during fantastic? one of the thing or during one of the cons. Yeah. <sighs> um, it was a blast. It, well, I mean, it was it, it was except for the fact that he like he was doing he went through everything and that was great to hear. Mm-hmm. But then um, he had this like woman with him who had a, a uh, uh, what do you call those like a video mixer? Is that what mm-hmm. they call it? Um, sure. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you guys know what I mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. She had one of those doing uh, mixing scenes from John Carpenter movies, which sounds amazing. Except she didn't seem to be paying attention and was not in any way syncing it up to the movie, nor were the clips even necessarily from the movie that he was playing just random from. random video. She was mostly chewing gum. So okay. it, was really, it was really frustrating. It was really, really frustrating. She's like that last minute substitute who didn't actually know anything about John Carpenter. It was very unclear how she got there. Um, I have a bunch of, you know, unflattering theories, but that's neither here nor there. Maybe we will she not was just um, a contest winner. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I'd like it if you came to Cannes. Me I, too. I'd love I it. would totally see that. Yeah, I'd absolutely love it. I mean, I saw like Goblin. Goblin was great when they came. Um, and uh, this year, uh, Fabio Fritzi, who did the uh, scores for all the uh, Lucio Fulci movies like City of the Living Dead. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Flesh Eaters. Yeah. I feel like Phil has a secret fantastic. life that I don't know about. Yeah, it's called my life. Yeah, because <laughs> he doesn't share his life with the rest of us here. I do. I share when it comes up. I just don't like throw it in people's faces. <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, Alien Covenant. Wait, 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 Brendan, what are you doing? People can probably hear that. Yeah, people can definitely hear it. Oh, but it's chocolate. Oh. I muted my mic. I'm prepared to let it go. All right. Um, yes. So. Uh, yeah, Alien Covenant, that's the sequel to Prometheus. That uh, Oh, is that actually still uh, so it's very much happening. So the it's the um Blomkamp alien that's been on hold, right? Yeah, that one is indefinitely on hold because uh uh Ridley Scott will definitely be making uh Prometheus uh, the Alien Covenant, which is Prometheus two, and he hopes to to be the start of a new trilogy. <laughs> um as Phil oh, this chocolate sorry. is not good. It's, yeah, it's coffee. No. no. It's um, coffee? It's coffee is chocolate. Oh, I like it. Huh? I like it. Yeah, it um, tastes like coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love coffee. It's I think it's favorite. orange flavor. It's the other one. Not bad. 
Anyway, mm. this is horrible podcasting. Let me nope. Let me <laughs> As Phil chews into mm-hmm. the microphone, we're sorry, people. Phil just couldn't help so, himself. So anyway, um, yeah, he says it's going to be. Um, Oh no! I accidentally uh, deleted some oh, stuff. Phil. While I was, it's okay. I remember. Um, <laughs> we'll just wing it. It's probably the same thing. Deleted some stuff on my phone while I was eating the chocolate. So anyway, <laughs> it's um, yeah, I know, really bad. So anyway, it's alien covenant said yeah, it's going to take ten place ten years takes place ten years afterwards that Numi Rapace will not be involved. So on a new planet, Michael Fassbender. What? Michael Fam- Fassbender's severed head still will be. So she just kind of died on the trip up there. Unclear, or at least like there. Maybe she'll like it'll be a surprise when she appears, and they're saying she's like, she's not going to be the star anyway. That's and, weird. Um, so it's just going to be <clears throat> Fassbender's head floating around. I suppose that I don't seems know. like a bad I mean, movie. It's, it's in the planet wherever they went, but he does promise that it will be very R-rated, and he has Ooh. a sequence plan that he thinks will top the chestburster sequence, which I find hard to believe since very few scenes, if any, have ever topped the chestburster. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's not something you should state either. Cause now you got to live up to it. Ridley Scott know, has right? had a had a. Um, mixed selection of movies in recent years. Mm-hmm. Like, I did not like Exodus, Gods and Kings. That was pretty bad. He's always been mixed. Yeah, yeah, I guess he has. He always, he's made yeah. a lot of crap. And, like uh, Hannibal? Uh, Hannibal I kind of like, but no. It has some not, amazing it's certainly scenes. certainly not a great film, no. It has some great I'm scenes. I'm thinking more of, like yeah. Legend. Oh, that was not good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, do you like Legend, Mel? I kind of like it exists, but it's not I a like good I like Tim Curry's Demon in yes. this yeah. a lot. His but the rest of the movie, horrible. Yeah. And also Legend burned down Shepard and Studios. Um, <laughs> which, so I have mixed emotions about it. Did it really? It, it did. That's, it did. A, that's kind of amazing. a fire on the set, completely destroyed Shepard and Studios. That's kind of bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Ozzy's made the bad. Bunch of stuff. Um, but, I mean, like you can't argue with, like, he's made three masterpieces, I think. And I like The Martian quite a bit, too. Okay. Um, did he do that? Yep. Martian okay. was him. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And, I should have um, known that. You know, Alien, Blade Runner, obviously, Gladiator, I love. Yeah, that's fair. And then also... Um, Prometheus had good moments. Yep. It was very... <laughs> yep. I wouldn't completely write it off. A lot of no. people describe it as the worst thing ever. I don't think it's the worst thing ever. No, but it's a lot worse it movies. Should, it's just more, it had an astounding trailer. Yeah. And then was an okay movie. I'll give you that. That's, just that's pretty standard, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Mm, that trailer was particularly... I loved what they did with the like TED Talk that with... Um, uh, who did uh, who's um, Guy Pierce? Guy Pierce, mm-hmm. the TED talk he did, mm-hmm. the fake TED talk about AI, clever, yeah. and they, that was included as a well, that was on online and included on a bonus on the. It was marketing, yeah. Yeah, it, it was, was really well done. It was, it yeah. was really good. Yeah, no, the marketing for it was spectacular. Um, the visuals were extraordinary. So most of the cast was pretty good. The script was abysmal. Yeah, completely um, horrible. Fortunately, David Lanelof won't be writing Alien Covenant. He's so just not a great cost. writer. I think he's a good idea guy. Um, he's horrible at endings. Yes. Um, and yeah, shouldn't be allowed to do that. Um, Probably shouldn't be allowed that kind of level of movie. That's for the best. Maybe yep. he should be like a producer. I don't care that. Yeah. Throws ideas around. Sure. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Taika Wakiki, Wakiti, sorry, who directed um, <clears throat> uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Mel, you seen yeah, that? Yeah, that was a good movie. Really, Mel? I know. I it's on the list. Oh, you'd love it so much. Well, put it up. Move it up to the top of the list, Mel. Or at least number three. Yeah. I assume the number one and two are good. Yeah. Or so they're going up three and four. I don't know. Yeah. No. Trust me. You're going to love what we do in the shadows. You should watch it right away. Yeah. It's Is so that funny. one with subtitles? No. I'm only thinking of the has subtitles. New Zealand. 
I mean, there's lots oh, of. Was the one the, the girl who comedy. walks alone? Yeah, the oh, girl, girl who walks alone, which is also fantastic. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. But that is also this yeah, 100% yeah, subtitle. What's the, what was that from? Argentina? Uh, no, it's actually American. Is it? It's, uh, it's actually an American film, but it's uh, Iranian. So Iranian. That's it. Yeah. Persian? Is that the languages? Persian? Persian? I don't know. Yeah. It's in some languages that's not English. Mm. I'm not going to say it's wrong things. That just makes me whole person. It is subtitled. No, in fact, I'm pretty sure it was even like shot in Los Angeles as Iran. It's weird. weird. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of weird stuff huh. going on there. So anyway, talking but what we do in the shadows is the um, mockumentary about the vampires. It's amazing. Um, oh, I've heard that one's really good. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, there. That's the one you need to see, Mel, right away. All right. Um, I can do that. Is it on Netflix? I don't no. know. Um, but I would yeah. have seen it pop up. You should check it out immediately. It's so funny. Um, they're doing a spinoff <gasps> based on the werewolf characters called uh, Weir Wolves, which I'm already really excited about based on title alone. And anyway, he's directing the new Thor movie. That seems um, weird, but okay. He was at Sundance with the movie. I'm, eh, I'm not. I mean, like they normally hire a kind of quirky indie directors like him because they're cheap. Yeah, that's fair. And talented. Yeah. Um. So, and so in a, in a sense, I, I can see it. And he done. And like uh, what we do in the shadows has some pretty great uh, special effects stuff. In oh it. yeah. Okay. Right, it's on the um, list because it's in New Zealand, and uh, so like half the population was employed in the Lord of the Rings films and have been trained to do special effects. So yeah, that's fair. They were able to get some really really great stuff for cheap. Um, so anyway, yeah, he's doing the new Thor. Hulk's going to be in it, and uh, he was being he was had a new film at Sundance uh, that sounds really good. It's a, like a winter survival movie with Sam Neill. Oh, cool! Um, Sam Neill still does movies. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's uh, yeah. The people were asking about Thor, and he said that he's currently in negotiations with excuse me with Marvel over how much uh, the Hulk can speak because he's got some funny ideas and wants the Hulk <laughs> to speak. But it obviously has ramifications on future movies if suddenly the Hulk can speak. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, tensely negotiating um, what sort of speech the Hulk's allowed to have, which I think is just great. <laughs> That's I mean, ridiculous. It's just a funny thing, but people have to do that. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I didn't realize you guys hadn't seen what we do in the shadows. you got to do that I right will, away. It's on the list. I'll probably uh, Yeah. Did watch you watch it? any of the movies that I gave you a list of? Actually, I actually haven't watched any movies really in the last just few the weeks. Forest? I've been playing... Plants vs. Zombies. zombies oh, trying to platinum it before the next of one comes course. out. Uh, yeah. All right. I went to see The Force because it was an outing. Mm. It was an event. Gotcha. Really? I went out with a friend. Yeah, yeah. that's an event. Oh, that's not really an event. Outdoors, that's, I guess yeah. that's... No. Yeah, I get it. That's not sitting on a couch at home. Yeah. Watching sure. thing I downloaded. Okay. Yeah, no, fair enough. Well, maybe you could make an event of coming to visit me. I could show you what we do in the shadows. Perhaps I, don't know. I could. Okay, well, we'll talk about that off air. Um, next up, uh, great news, guys. Yes. Woo. Uh, I'm excited Fast already. The Furious 9 and 10 are confirmed. They will be happening, and they have release <laughs> dates in place for 2019 and 2021. Are they doing it for Paul Walker? Which Did Vin Diesel mention how much he's doing this for Paul Walker? No, no, no. Vin Diesel, it's all about him now. Okay. Stop with that. <laughs> um, but what's, what's really amusing slash depressing is that when Fast and the Furious 10, the finale, is released in 2021, the sure Fast and the Furious series will have been around for 20 years. That makes me feel and you know amazed. Mm-hmm. What? In five years, they'll reboot it. Mm-hmm. No, they won't. That's a movie I don't think you can. Are you yes. crazy? Have you seen some of the stuff that they reboot and how fast they do it? I know, but you way. need those nonsense characters. Oh, Aging and getting more bulked up as it goes for that to be make any sense whatsoever. It's a big part of the appeal. Because you're like, wow, they're all bulked now. Mm. They, that's the nerdy guy? Sure. Doesn't mean why it'll not? be successful, <laughs> but they'll probably still reboot Ludacris is the computer hacker? Mm. Yeah. That's kind of believable, I guess. I know. I just can't believe it'll be been around 20 years. It's depressing. 
Um, well, did, wasn't Ludic- didn't Ludacris and start off as Fast Furious movies? Didn't Ludacris start off in the series as a mechanic? Yeah. Why is he now a super hacker? Because they're the you know, Ocean's Eleven the now. They yeah. need everyone needs a role. But wasn't he just a mechanic that souped up cars, kind of like Exhibit? Oh yeah, no, it makes no sense. Exhibit <laughs> just pimps cars out. Yeah, that's kind of what he did in Fast and Furious Two. What was it, what's even stupider than that mm. is that Tyrese is the only reason he's part of the group is that he's supposed to be like the mouthpiece. Yeah. But every time he speaks, he screws up. Yeah. He ruins everything for everyone. Yeah. So it's unclear as to why. I guess they just find it funny that he screws things up. And I assume. The rest of the situation. I don't know. It's very bizarre. Anyway, yep. Twenty years of Fast and Furious. Get ready. Uh, next up. Thanks for sharing. No Phil. problem. I knew you'd be excited, Mel. That's why I told it. That's why I brought it in today. Um, oh, Rita Repulsa has been cast in the. Yeah, new I Power saw Rangers that movie. as the girl plays uh, Effie. The, yeah, Elizabeth Banks, who I adore and is hilarious. She is kind of amazing. She is really amazing. Well, the, the weird thing is, like, is she? Um, she's quietly become like a bit of a powerhouse. Yeah. She the Pitch Perfect movies are hers. She directed really? the second one. She I've never seen and, those. And wrote the first one. Um, and they're extraordinarily successful. Yeah, it's yeah. obviously central to that. So it's very, very odd to me that she would choose to play Rita Repulsa. I think she just thinks it's funny. I think she just thinks this is stupid dumb. I guess. No, I think it's amazing too. I think she's great, and I'm so like excited to see her. Yeah. Um, it also makes me wonder if maybe like the Power Rangers movie is going to be funny, and that's their approach. I kind of hope. And it's like campy. I hope that's mm-hmm. the case. I don't know. It if it's seri- if it's it's either, mm-hmm. I either want it to go ridiculously serious mm-hmm. or just nonsense. If mm-hmm. it's this weird young adult style of the original series, it's it's not going to make any yeah, sense. Yeah, no, that wouldn't fly. No. If they make it like slapstick, I could go for that. Ah, sure. But um, why not Ghostbuster style? Yeah, totally. Yeah, that'd be cool. But it's just such a weird. Like I just never in a million. If people had given me like said who was going to play Rita Repulsa, Elizabeth Banks would have been nowhere near like the list of candidates. I honestly would have just said, who is in bad B-movies now? Pick one that looks attractive and go with that. That's Xena, what, warrior, princess. To be oh, fair, that's how, Yeah, that would make more sense. To be fair, but that's how Hollywood usually normally picks. Oh, yeah, no, totally. They're like, that person's mildly attractive and does porn? Mm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, young adult <laughs> young adult movie, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So weird. So, so weird. Oh, Hollywood's dumb. I know. All right, next up. Uh, the uh, the Cartoon Network is uh, launching a new Justice League cartoon. Okay, um, sure. Uh, there are only two things known about it so far, other than the fact that they're doing it, and that is that uh, Kevin Conroy will play Batman, <gasps> and Mark Automa- will play the Joker. I'm what? automatically yep. sold on this show. Seriously? Yep. Is it similar animation style? Yeah, it looks like it. So one can only assume it's from the Bruce Tim clan, but they yeah. haven't announced that yet. Watching that... Everyone yeah. knows I'm watching. Yeah. And I think it's going to... I know you'd be excited. Yeah, yeah thank right. you. And I guess it's going to be, because it's Cartoon Network, it's going to be kind of like an adult swim format where there'll be 10-minute episodes, but they'll play them in 30-minute blocks. That seems weird. Well, I think it'll be fun because that'll allow, like, if the story's big enough to be a single episode... It can be 30-minute. If not, they can do, like, mm-hmm. a 10-minute Batman, 10-minute yeah. I can see that, yeah. Wonder Woman, 10-minute Super. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Like, kind of the Adventure Time style. Totally. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's all... Yeah. Again, Cartoon Network that's show. All it's, it, all it's known is, yeah, that those two guys are doing it and it's called justice league action cool why not that's it but i'm on board uh next up good news mm-hmm. uh, macgyver's coming back to tv don't yes, care whatsoever and, yep. is it and, still richard dean anderson james wan uh, is going to direct the pilot episode uh, is richard dean anderson involved at all uh, i don't know i mean okay. i can't imagine he's very busy so well, he's sure not doing he stargate anymore uh but yeah no they're doing macgyver i yeah. just can't imagine why 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 I what did. could who could possibly want to watch macgyver now no one 
You know, some people might. Because he's like, what? how am I going to figure out this thing? Use a cell phone. Well, it's just a weird thing where, like, because everyone's looking for, like, franchises and brands now. Yep. Which... Wait till they bring back Matlock. I know, but that's the thing is like, just get an old guy and get a court case. You're done. It's one thing to be like, yeah, we want to bring back Star Wars. I can see the audience appeal. Yeah, MacGyver, like, who cares? No one. Like, you had to be explained to most people who MacGyver was when MacGruber was big. Yeah, you had to be like, no, you don't get it. There was this show that people hated but watched. So like, uh, anyway, yeah, that's a thing. Um, sure. And finally. Um, Brian Singer is going to make a movie of uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Eh, sure. Mm-hmm. Why not? I'll try it. Yeah. So I was I was looking at uh, stuff recently. Oh, yeah, what you got? Um, apparently, early reviews of Yoga Hosers are showing that movie is yeah, complete, and harsh. Our, complete yeah. and utter garbage. Very harsh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I definitely from, because I'd still like and defend Kevin Smith. Um, I kind of do, but I also think he's a bad director now. I don't think so. I uh, like Tusk quite a bit. I like um, too. Yeah, thank you, Mel. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, and I like Red State. And I, I we have we have words. On I Red know State. we've had we've already yeah. had that argument. Um, but yeah, no, I um, I mean I don't think he's perfect by any means. Like I, I hated Cop Out and, and Jersey this Girl just and from what everyone's saying, it's basically the young actresses just have no chemistry on screen. It just sounds rough. Like I, I think best friends in real life. Though? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, Johnny yeah. Depp's daughter and, and Kevin Smith's daughter, daughter. and apparently they're just friends. bad actors. They're yeah. just bad at it. It could be. I mean, it's possible they had never acted before. No, they did like one scene and in, in Tusk. Yeah. yeah. Which was fine, but they like the whole point was that they had to be monotone. Yeah, so. yeah. but imagine no, seeing I, an entire movie of that. Like as soon as I heard the concept, it just didn't. I had a feeling. It was so the, be so rough. they're clerks that fight. It's like demons. they're superheroes, and then they fight like Nazi sausage demons. It's just like a bunch of in Kevin Smith in jokes and. That's a movie. Yeah, it's a lot of that weed he's been smoking. Well, that's the thing is that like I don't mind that he's a pothead because I approve of that, but I don't think it's like helping his writing. No, it's <laughs> no. not. That's the problem. It's like, yeah. not helping his and this writing. This sounds too like just just sounds like it's too this. Much. Uh, this is a like donor concept yeah, brought to film. Yeah, it just yeah. Fa- it just seems like the type of thing that like under normal circumstances, someone at some point would come and be like, "You shouldn't actually." Do this. <laughs> But he did. Um, well, yeah, I, ever since I heard the concept, I felt nervous about it. I have a feeling I'm going to dislike it. I, yeah. and you know I know and stopped him from doing it? Because all his friends are probably in it and want the work. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. And also, I feel like he's probably self-financing these movies. Oh, yeah. You know, at this point. Off his podcast. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Um, so. And also, I think people, everyone that would well, be giving DVD money. Sales and everything. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone that's giving him money, because I think he also gets like takes in donations and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And everyone, in the, or the, he, pre-sells, he pre-sells screenings and he does a few yeah, other yeah, things. Yeah. I don't think he actually takes direct money for donations. He's but really yeah. good at, at he, self-esteem. He pre-sells, yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. He's everyone that money. Everyone that would pre-buy tickets to that, mm. they don't care if it's good or not. They yeah. just want to see him do his like, stand-up afterwards or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't even play theatrically. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I mean, I don't think it's picked up by any of the big studios. No, it didn't get picked up by anything. So, I'd go watch it here probably I mean, anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, if, yeah. If, he, if he was here, especially. Well, he always comes here with his yeah. stuff, right? So. I'll, I mean, like, I'll, I will definitely watch it. It's just, like, I, from the moment I heard it was announced, I felt a little bit nauseous yeah. about it, and I continued to well, When is this supposed to come out? Because I know that he's going to be here for Jay and Bob Get Old again. Yeah, there's no official... Like it just, it so just maybe, he'll, maybe he'll bring it with him. Then. It's yeah. only the sun... Only people have seen it would be people Sundance. went to Sundance. Yeah. And well, if he's coming back, though, in the summer, maybe he'll bring it then. But apparently, the like, Collider... Rolling Stone, Everyone everywhere. But I also, I mean, I know Collider doesn't like Kevin Smith. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, why? We can talk about this at a later date. Oh, when, when, it's not, when it's not recorded and going on the internet. Okay. Because I write for Collider. And been, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about it later. After the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, fair. But, uh, so, but, and not to mention the fact that, I mean, most critics, I mean, ever since he went on an anti-critic rant, yeah. most critics need to take like it seriously, yeah. took, it, took it personally, mm. which is like, Oh, so sensitive. You criticize people for a living, and the moment someone criticizes you, you hate them. So bizarre. But it's that's weird. neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I just, I don't think this is going to be particularly good. I don't, he shouldn't, I've never in my life been like, who should direct this action movie? Kevin Smith. Like, I just yeah, don't seriously. think it's really his, no. I don't think it's really his forte. No. And even he um, admits that he he, he's good. He's great at dialogue. Yeah. yeah. He's great at, like, I liked Dogma because it was yeah, dumb. It's very clever. Yeah. The action um, scenes were not great, but no. who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always says he can't direct action. He knows that. Yeah, yeah. well, then he should stop making action movies. Yeah, yeah. I um, and also I'm kind of like I, I I like that he likes Canada, obviously. Yeah, sure. But it, like, so you're not excited for well, Moose he, Jaws? No, no, no. Moose Jaws actually I'm more excited about. Okay. Um, but I think that's actually a funny idea. Rabid Moose, yeah. With Jay and Silent Bob. I think that sounds great. But um, but I mean, like, just the fact that it's even called Hosers, yeah. Like, I don't even think people used Hoser like when they did it on SCTV. No know one. What I mean, no. Like, and, and like so many, like for someone who claims he likes Canada so much, he he really he, all his Canadian references sound like people from it's from someone who's never been here. It's bizarre. I don't understand. It's it's really weird. Also, I don't, I don't understand. It's how a that can, it's a movie about Canada filmed all in L.A. Yeah, it's we. Too. It's supposed to be in Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I think of Winnipeg, I think L.A. I know, yeah. Those don't look anything alike. I know. I will watch it. I'm certain I'll get some chuckles out of it, but I'm certain I will get a lot of cringes too. Yeah. Apparently, the sausage Nazis are really cringeworthy. Yeah. But it's all, they're also Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman, and I listen to their podcast every week. That's so I'm going to enjoy that. Okay. And apparently, it's mostly like Garman doing all the impressions as well. Okay. So like, there are things that I'm looking forward to in it, but I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be great. No. But I did. I did like Tusk quite a bit. I actually just watched mm. it again recently. And we, we differ on this one. Quite well. I didn't mind Husk at all. No, I, I, just, mean, I think it's better than the Human Centipede movies. <laughs> really not saying much. Don't well, either. yeah, it is because that's like the subgenre that it's part of, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I guess. That that yeah. weird science gone wrong horror. Yeah. I guess. I haven't watched the third don't, one. I never don't, will. Don't don't. Yeah. It is an incredible. Well, anyway, waste we should time. move on to something. Yeah, well, yeah, game we'll news. Another thing. Yeah. Um. So I'll go over the. Uh, let's go over the. Ba- Big stories. We want. We can dig into them more. Um, mm-hmm. Bethesda is having another press conference. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's about. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> First, so the Sunday before E3, they're doing a press conference. So gotcha. They're going to be showing off. Well, Doom's coming out before then, so everyone thought it was going to be Doom. So I guess expansion to Fallout. Yeah. And maybe something else. Yeah, I'm excited to play Doom in that final. Yeah, that's May. Oh, another story on Segway. Yeah. Um, Doom will be coming out May 13th. Oh, right on. Yeah, Friday the 13th in May. I like it. Yeah, it's a good I'm date. I'm on board. Yeah. I can't, yeah, I'm, I'm actually quite looking forward to that. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a new Lego Star Wars game. I saw, I saw the, the trailer Force for Awakens. It. Yeah, yeah, I saw the trailer for it. It looked, it was, it was very fun. I enjoy it just because, um, I mean, I'll talk about Lego games yeah. shortly, yeah. but um, in more detail shortly. But it's just it's been so long since Lego Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, it's actually exciting, and I feel like there will probably, just by virtue of the fact that there's only one Star, there's yeah, only yeah. one new movie for them to include in the game that they yeah. will most likely have flashback material yeah, yeah. to the original trilogy and things like that. Exactly, yeah. with you know doing things they could never do back in the PS2 days. So I'm actually very much looking forward to that. And you remember that. Uh, 
CCP game Dust 514? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what's shutting down? What? Guess what's shutting down? Uh, that, exactly yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah, exactly. How'd you guess? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, CCP is going to. They were going to be releasing a new patch for that game, and they mm-hmm. are now canceling that patch and basically saying, "Use up in any in-game currency you have after after May. It is done." Mm-hmm. But then again, it's a game on the PS3, and are people still a lot of people still playing. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I'm surprised the PS3 is still going. Yeah, me too. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. That that's been can- they're, they're shutting that down, and they're going to make a new first-person game in the world of Eve soon. All so. right. well, For go. everyone that needs to shoot things in Eve Online, soon you'll get yeah, to as long as you can. That's yeah, exactly. So, uh, investor, the numbers from uh, Nintendo's investors num- uh, thing have come out. Okay, and N- Nintendo's new um, president went over some Q and A questions with some people, mm-hmm. and basically they wanted to know about the NX and what. Nintendo has f- mm. planned for the future and how the mobile market will kind of link with the new NX consoles, etc., right. etc. Uh, in a very investor way of speaking, this guy seemed, um, his name is, oh, I'm going to butcher this name. Japanese. Kim, uh, Kimishima Tatsumi. Okay. I think I got that right. Okay. He basically, in very investor speak way of dealing with things, he's basically said, we're not talking about the NX right now. But the NX, the Wii U, and the 3DS are part of their strategy to make uh, Nintendo more stable in mm-hmm. the coming years. Mobile will work synergistically with the way they're dealing with all new future IPs along with the NX. Mm-hmm. And they want more women playing Nintendo games. So they're going to push more marketing dollars towards that. Really? Are there not a lot of women playing Nintendo games? There are. But more women in Japan, percentage-wise, play Nintendo games than they do worldwide. So they want to change that. I see. They're just trying to get expand the world on market. Exactly. Yeah. Seems like Nintendo is very friendly to. Female it is. Fi- right it now. is friendly to female gamers, but mm-hmm. he says that is a market they want to tap into a bit more, that and they sense. think with their mobile strategy along with their marketing campaigns, they will push that forward. Um, <laughs> How do you do that? So also, apparently, hmm. uh, Nintendo first-party IPs are not off the table for mobile games. Yeah, I thought that was a long. Time yeah, but he we, he completely okay. stated that clearly. And devi- uh, smart devices business and the annex business will be parts that will make Nintendo liquid or more stable in the future. Gotcha. Any of that sound interesting? Or no. pretty much the nope. exact Not same? Really. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much what you'd expect mm-hmm. for an investor call. Sales are going up, I'm assuming. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and did anyone care about Undertale? I know, Jordan, this is news. Jordan would yeah, care. Jordan's not here to care. Yeah. Really but anyways, Undertale might be coming to the Wii U. Apparently, a Nintendo um, rep contacted the guy that created Undertale and said, yo, we should talk. And then he's like, yeah, that'd be cool, but I'm not making it for it. Mm. Because I don't know how to program it. Oh, <laughs> so, well, there you go. <laughs> so, unless someone else does it, it might not happen, but yeah. he's open to the idea. Well, Nintendo should have some programmers, I would think. I assume so. Yeah. They could probably port that thing over pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Basically, it's the writing and stuff that matters. Right. And, um, anything else? Uh, Nintendo's numbers were not great, but they tried covering them up by saying, hey, we sold lots of Amiibos. Yeah. But even though their, their sales were down overall. And they've only sold like 20, 20 million we use total. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. No. No. Um, I think that is all the game news this week. It wasn't actually that much. Yeah, no. Yeah. 
Thank you, Brendan. Seven minutes with the game news. Fair enough. There you go. Yay, Phil, what'd you see? Yay. I want to hear about Fifty Shades of Black, damn it. No, I'm not talking about Fifty Shades oh, of Black. Oh, come on. Uh, last week, and it's horrible. But you weren't here last week. It's exactly what you'd imagine. It's a Wayne's Brother parody. Okay, so what level is on? Scary Movie 1 level or Scary Movie 5 level? Okay, well, first of all, uh, I mean, like, Scary Movie 5, I suppose. Like, Oof. it's just yeah, like... No, oh, wow. Then. Yeah, it's that just... That movie is awful. It's just like they go through... Uh, they go through uh, Fifty Shades of Grey scene by scene, except that really? they add mm. either, like, a, a race joke or a sex joke. Or a poop joke. And then how can you add more times? I was say, uh, yeah, how do you add a sex joke? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, literally, joke? that's the entire thing. Yeah, well, there's you know a bunch of stuff about how like he's a great lover, but he comes quickly. Oh, so mm. funny. Stuff like that. Oh, that uh, sounds yeah, no, it's horrible. like the best movie ever. Yeah, I love that idea. Absolutely awful. I will hold your hand, Phil. I'm sorry you had to see it. Oh, thank you, Mel. really appreciate it. Um, I uh, But this week I enjoyed... Did you wipe your hand off after holding my hand? No. <laughs> <laughs> what, would that, what would I wipe it on the table? Because yes. that makes for it excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, that was really insulting. Apparently, Mel's Mel. mean. Yeah, really insulting. Yeah. I did. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, this week. Not going to defend myself. Mm. No kidding. Mm -hmm. This week I saw. Uh, See who writes your paycheck for you, buddy. Mm. Ooh, didn't think that through. Mm, no, I didn't. I had to be nice to you today. <laughs> um, so, no, this week I saw uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, which I like quite a bit. Um, yeah, uh, so it is quite literally uh, what exactly what the title says, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. It is essentially one joke stretched out to feature length, but I kind of enjoyed it simply because of how just incredibly straight everyone plays it. Like they really do, they go through the entire Pride and Prejudice story, and, and more than more than than that, it's not just they go through it. Like it is really the focus. Like the zombies and everything yeah. are just kind of there, and part of the <laughs> joke is how like casually and cavalier they deal with it like they'll be out walking in a field pining over each other and then the zombie will show up and they'll chop its head off and then go back to the conversation like nothing happened and that is so weird there's something just kind of really funny about that kind of really austere mm -hmm. um you know british dialogue and and deliberately like stuffy acting combined yeah. with like bloodshed um <clears throat> that i i found very amusing there's also like kung fu influences on it so like all the sisters um have been trained um in a shaolin temple so of course they, they have. can all kill zombies really really good um yeah and um you know the actors like uh lily james who started it and uh matt smith from doctor who and he's in uh, it yep oh, the wow. guy from uh uh whatchamacallit, uh, Boardwalk Empire, who was missing his face. Um, he's in it. I, they all do a really, really great job of just essentially, it's interesting, it's almost like they just act as if the zombie thing's not there, and they just play it as if they're doing Pride and Prejudice, and they're doing a very good job, but then every now and then. Zombies disappear. Yeah, zombies show yeah. up, and you know, particularly for the sisters, they have to do very elaborate you know, fight choreographed scenes that, again, they, they do in these gigantic Victorian dresses and then just pretend, and then, yeah, just act like nothing happened. I, it was very funny. I thought it was something that, like, I continually enjoyed because it was almost like the longer it was going on and the longer people were just refusing to acknowledge the absurdity of it, the funnier <laughs> it got for me. Um, I did find that um, when they got towards the end, uh, they, you know, there's this, there's this whole thing, there's this whole war subplot that they really expand on from the book. Right. And, and apparently it's even more emphasized than it was in the like Pride and Prejudice and Zombies book. Mm. Um, primarily to give like a sort of action climax. And they just don't quite have the money to pull it off, nor does the director. Uh, I believe Burr Stevens is his name. Let me just confirm very quickly. Yeah, Burr Stevens. Yeah, Burr Steers, sorry. See, I'm glad I checked. Burr Steers, who did Igby Goes Down. 
um, which I, I've always enjoyed. Um, he's like, um, he. I think he was a good choice because he was able to work with the cast and create mm. the Pride and Prejudice story done in a very, you know, sort of straight faced way. And then when the zombie stuff was sort of tossed off, you could do it. When it gets too big, he can't. He doesn't quite have the chops to pull off the action scenes. Plus. It's hard to tell how much is him, how much is budgetary limitation. Right. So it goes off the rails a little bit towards there, but like fortunately, um, it has to end like Pride and Prejudice is supposed to, a zombie action movie. So it still it sort of writes itself right before the end. So um, yeah, it's not perfect, but I just did. I, I I just there's something about the fact that it even exists that I find very amusing. Yeah, and I found it worked much better uh, than. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. That was um, not good. Primarily, primarily because it felt like an Abraham Lincoln va- Vampire Hunter. The guy who made it um, did not understand it was a comedy. No, um, he played it way too and seriously. And it still was kind of funny just because it was so clearly ridiculous, but no one was being told to act. And yeah. like, this time, even though everyone is sort of playing it straight face, they know that they're playing it straight face. They know that that's funny. Mm. And they understand the appeal of it, and that goes a long, long way. Um, particularly with Abraham Lincoln Vampire. At a certain point, it turned into an action movie and not even a very good one. And it really kind of fell apart. This, I felt like they did it. I don't want more of these. Mm-hmm. This is fine. Yeah, there's a few of them, aren't there? <laughs> I think, yeah, they did a couple other ones. I think there's one that's like a Lovecraftian something or other. Um, oh, yeah, there's one, like, it's like a... It's something, something, in, it's something in squids. Yeah. I forget what it is, though. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I think... Like it, it's almost like a miracle that this works. It, I'm glad it exists, like I said, just because it feels like a grand joke on the world at the world's expense. Um, that so much time and energy and money was spent on this really, really dumb joke, um, and so many talented people were involved in making it happen. Um, but yeah, I hope there are more. But I, I, I really like how this worked. Um, I think it's like a fantastic uh, date movie since uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, I really recommend that. (laughs) Recommend it for that reason, for sure. (laughs) Um, I don't think it'll do very well, but I think that's actually to its benefit because this is sort of like one of those self-consciously designed cult movies. Normally that can be kind of an irritating quality, but I feel like it's going to work in this case because like cult movies, I don't think it's going to be a huge hit. I think it's going to be something that people actually kind of come to embrace on their own if they like it at all. And I think that's good. Um, so anyway, yeah, I quite like that. Um, not perfect, but a heck of a lot of fun. And then the other one I saw this week is Hail Caesar, the new Coen Brothers movie. Ugh. No good, huh, Mel? Well, it did good. Let's see what you say. No, I enjoyed it. It's not amazing, yeah. um, but it's fun. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> but uh, it's fun. Well, I like the Coen Brothers. They're my favorite filmmakers. I don't think they've made a bad movie yet. Okay. Um, and this is in the lower end so of their movies, biased. but still just one way of looking. Sense and sensibility <laughs> and sea monsters. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, but, uh, so yeah, Hail Caesar, uh, set in a 50 Hollywood studio, Capitol Pictures, the same fake studio from Barton Fink, Mm -hmm. and it's, uh, sort of centered around, uh, a studio fixer named Eddie Maddox. Eddie Maddox was actually a real guy who Hmm. worked, um, for MGM in the, for decades, actually, and his, like, entire job was just to make sure that movie stars didn't make it into the tabloids. Crazy. Um, and just like oh run, God, that's run damage control on that. Yeah. So it's uh, a stressful this, job. I know, right? So this guy's named Eddie Maddox, but it's not really Eddie Maddox. I know that's confusing. I don't know why they did it. They're pranksters that way. I think they just did it because I had to say that now. And that's it's confusing, fair. and they find that funny. That's fair. Um, but uh, so yeah, Josh Brolin plays that guy, and it's just sort of a day in the life 
um, with him dealing with a number of ridiculous crises. Like Scarlett Johansson plays a musical starlet who's pregnant, and she doesn't know who the father is. But with it being the fifties, they got to get her married before the baby's born. So he's got to deal with that. And then there's also a really really funny subplot where uh, Ray Fiennes plays this really sort of pretentious uptight uh, British director who's uh, making a sort of drawing room comedy, you know, kind of like an Oscar Wilde. Mm-hmm. Like people speaking really flowery dialogue, except they've saddled him with a Western star who has deep Texas twang and can't say more than three <laughs> sentences together. So that's very funny. And then <clears throat> they're also making a religious epic, which actually my, I think the funniest scene in the movie was he brings in um, uh, a priest, a rabbi, um, a... Uh, uh, and, and two other religious figures, yeah. I forget uh, their, ti- their exact titles, uh, to sort of go through the script and discuss whether or not they're, it's you know offensive to them or mm-hmm. not. And very, very clever. Um, and then the star of that uh, biblical epic is George Clooney, and he is kidnapped by a collection of communist screenwriters. Of course he is. Um, and they hold him ransom for $100,000. So Josh Brolin's got to deal with all that stuff on the same day. So it's sort of loosely, you know, it's another kidnapping movie. They've done like four or five of those now. Excuse me. It's sort of got a kind of L.A. noir vibe to it, where a guy is wandering through uh, mystery and dealing with all these different tangents that may or may not be connected to the central mystery. Yeah. They're sort of amusing on their own. It's uh, ultimately it's a slapstick comedy. They do a little. The Coens do a lot of really really fun sort of slightly parody, slightly not recreations of old Hollywood uh, movies. They do. There's an amazing. Sort of underwater Busby Berkeley type musical scene with Scarlett Johansson. There's a really really funny tap dancing, uh, deliberately homoerotic scene <laughs> with uh, Channing Tatum. Um, that's of very, course, very Channing funny. Tatum. Yeah, of course, um, and he's like amazing too. He's a great tap dancer. Apparently, who knew? Um, but uh, and uh, they do a western thing. They do the biblical epic. They do all the different original aspect ratios of the film things. So that's funny on a film geek level. But overall, it's even though it's hugely expensive and there's so many characters and they're all played by movie stars, it's ultimately a movie about absolutely nothing and it's just kind of a goof off, which the Coen brothers do every now and then, particularly after a very serious film like their recent one, uh, Inside Lewis Davis, which was very introspective and dark. They follow that up with a total goofball lark like this and as pure like movie nerd fluff, mm-hmm. I had fun with it. Like I said, I can't... I have no idea what it's about. I don't think it's about... Like, there's a lot of signifiers that it's about, like, faith and meaning, but I don't think it's about <laughs> any of that. And I think... Not entirely sure. Yeah, no. Well, then the Coens are like that. They are very much guys who believe in the total meaninglessness of life. And this isn't their first movie that's about meaninglessness. Um, in fact, Burn After Reading has a great thing where, like, you spend this whole time with this weird conspiracy. You yeah. don't know what's going on. It finally comes together, and it ends with, like, two people in the boardroom going, like, so what'd this mean? And like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they, so I don't think that's an accident, but more than anything else, I think it's sort of like their like big love letter to filmmaking because mm-hmm. it's about like all the weird hoops and lies and money and egos and and you know just all the problems you have to get to make movies, but ultimately right. it's purely fun. So on that level, I enjoy it. It's very nerdy, very silly. It will not be a hit, despite the fact it's by a studio and so expensive. I hope they're understand that um <laughs> i i admire that they were able to get so much money and so many famous people just to make something this silly and stupid purely for themselves purely so they could make old musical numbers and so forth because they find it funny um but yeah ultimately not one of their best but like for movies we're seeing totally we're checking out oh, yeah. fair enough yeah and you've been playing anything phil i did i Ooh. played uh lego marvel superheroes how was it 
It was fine. Okay. Um. So yeah, this is sort of. I already did Lego Marvel. Oh, sorry, this is Lego Marvel's Avengers. They already did Lego Marvel superheroes, which right. I think is probably the best of all the Lego games. So this isn't as good as that. No. Okay. Um. And, and well, I mean, here's the thing. If I didn't play two Lego movies a year, okay. yeah, <laughs> like I'd probably be blown away. Like, oh my god, this is amazing. Right. But ultimately, they like, released yeah, a lot of these things. They, yeah, totally. This one sort of yeah, based on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, it has a really weird structure where it like starts from the opening action scene to Avengers 2, then they go back and they go through Iron to the Avengers, but then in the middle of that, there's a flashback to the first Captain America, and then after Avengers, they start doing Avengers 2, but then they do flashbacks to Iron Man 3 and Civil War in there. Weird. So, yeah, it's odd. You'd think they just, if they were going to do a Lego Marvel universe, cinematic universe, they just sort of do like a level per movie, but they went with this, really, I don't know why, but that's what they did. It's confusing, but at the same time, like, you know, it's made for nerds. So, yeah. Like, you can these, it. these Lego games I find really weird, <clears throat> especially because uh, Traveler's Tales is owned by Warner Brothers. Yeah. So Warner Brothers, the owner of DC, mm-hmm. are producing a Marvel game. Totally. It seems really weird. I know. It does, except for the fact that it's a way for Warner Brothers to make money that Disney can't get. And yes. I'm sure they love that. Well, I mean, Disney gets a part of it. A they little get, piece, yeah. but they're getting most of it. Because sure the Lego Warner games, because they have that locked up. Yeah, totally. It's weird. But I'm sure they yeah, I'm sure they love that. But um, So, uh, new things. Number one is probably the most visually impressive okay. of all the Lego games I've seen. Um, because it's basically just recreating all the action scenes from like a, a half dozen Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, they it looks great. Uh, all the characters they use like sound from the movie, so you hear Robert Downey okay. Jr. Scarlett Johansson. Which all is those so weird because like they had a game that came out. What was it last year? And it was the Avengers plotline of the movies as well. No, it was Lego Marvel superheroes, and that wasn't like the movies. That was just Marvel in general. Because mm-hmm. didn't they do a? No, I haven't done an Avengers, Avengers game. No, no. This is it. This is the, this is the time they've done that. Um, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I just remember being in New York with Captain America and I on my feet. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. I can see that. I mean, like because so like, I remember that, and I remember the, the movies like like they, yeah, Lego Marvel pieces. superheroes. They definitely did like Iron Man was more like Iron Man do, like, from the pieces, movies, yeah, yeah. things like that. So for sure, this is just but this is one of their beat by the beat, yeah, okay. yeah. going beat by beat. Um, very well designed. Uh, they uh, they added a new function which was fun. Like instead of it just being one attack button, there's now like. Each hero has like a second attack button that's like special, long, animated hero-specific attacks. So okay. You can do it near two heroes; they're double attacks. Mm. So there's some fun stuff there. Um, uh, there are, even though it goes through the movies, there are three hub worlds to mess around with. There's Manhattan is back, um, and then also like a little DC, a little few other places. So there's mm. plenty of like if you want to like spend forever and unlock all the characters and everything. If anything, you'll get right. hours and hours. And then ultimately, in the end, the only thing really brought it down for me was it just the repetitiveness. It's just, uh, Lego know, games are getting repetitive. Been there, done that. And yeah. particularly, like, just did Mar- Marvel superheroes like two years ago. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't that, that long, long ago. ago to yeah. be doing this again. And well, no, like, it, was a PS, it was a PS4 launch title? It was right on the, like, it was like the Christmas that the PS4 came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it came out so on PS3 and well, PS4. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't think it's as well done as that. Okay. Um, some because it's a little lazier to go through all the movies, and like I said, you've seen it before. Yeah. And also, it was like kind of buggy. There were oh. a couple times where like characters got. Kind uh, of I'm noticing more bugs in games lately. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, they're just meeting release dates, and they're making them as gigantic as they can at the yeah. same time. So that's going to lead to all sorts of trouble. So there's the so, yeah. So ultimately, I would say like if you still enjoy the Lego movie uh, game thing, and I certainly do. Like I can't yeah, yeah. for that Star Wars one. 
it's totally worth checking out. Checking if yeah. you like, you know, we're thinking of getting it for a kid who's never played one before. It's going to blow that kid's mind. Okay. Um, but if you've already sort of gotten sick of the Lego game formula, yeah, yeah. then this is not going to do anything to make you really because surprisingly, fair. I've played almost all of them yeah. except for Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And when we started uh, Lego Marvel Superheroes or whatever it yeah. was. We actually didn't finish it. We got bored. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind That's of amazing because we've that was my favorite one. We've finished almost all the other ones yeah. to super completion. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, 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 this one we just got totally bored with. So I was hoping that Avengers might draw me back in. But I mean, like I had I'll try kind of fun with it. Yeah. Like yeah. I can't pretend it's not fun. Okay. Um, well. It's yeah. I was just saying like. I feel like they need to do something to shake up the formula because it's very yeah. It's been the same for quite a for quite totally. a while now. And 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 it would be one thing even if they were only releasing one Lego game a year, but they do like two. Yeah. So like it's just yeah, because they did Lego Jurassic World this uh, yep. just yeah. recently. Yep. And Dimensions. And Dimensions. Yeah. Oh God, they did Dimensions too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about Dimensions. Right. Yeah. So yeah, they're doing a lot of these things, and it's just time to like. Like I think I don't think it's broken. I think they can keep going if they want. It's just it they just need to find ways. And there are little bits and pieces. Like I said, it, this did look more cinematic, and there were like the secondary. Yeah, they need to do like gameplay elements. I think that's exactly, why I got bored yeah. of it last time because it's just like, oh, I've played this twenty times before. Exactly. With different characters. So hopefully, but I mean at the same time, like they're not commercially in any way. <laughs> like, there's no pressure on no. them to yeah. change it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it exactly. at the same time. So, so, but anyway, I, but yeah, I did enjoy it. I can't pretend I didn't enjoy cool. it. I had fun. Nice. And uh, I recommend it if you like Marvel and Lego. I do. Well, so, there you, go. there you go. Consider it recommended then. Thank you, There Paul. you go. That was, ex- that was exciting. I'll probably get bored of it very quickly. Yeah, I can understand. <laughs> Especially because we overdid it on the Lego titles. For like a year, we just caught up on all of them. So we did yeah. all the Indiana Jones and all the Harry Potter and all the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. So it's just like, wow, that's a lot of Lego. And it, they all play the same. Yeah, totally. So. I totally understand. Brennan, have you been playing anything? Uh, do you want to hear me talk about Civ again? Because I've been playing a lot of C- I've been playing a lot of Civilization V. No. No. But it, it's cool. Don't you love that game? Really? I don't think I've ever played it. How have I played Civilization? It's like one of the, like, the pinnacles of game design. I know, but I've never played it. I've been playing a lot of, um, in addition to Lego Marvel, obviously, um, the specifically the multiplayer spaceship battles and um, Star Wars Battlefront. <gasps> oh, my oh God. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh okay, God, I think so Are you addictive. still playing on my account? I am, yeah. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking about yeah, I'm buying it. You up. You're doing great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thinking about buying it, it's $40 right now. Yeah, it's, it's gone on sale, isn't it? Yeah. That's way better, for yeah, sure. Yeah, so I thought I might grab it while it's half off. Yeah, no, I had to admit, like, I'm... And they just released an update yesterday for it. Yeah, 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 where I think it's, like, new costumes yeah. and stuff. And they added a new mode? It's some, they've added mm, a few to... Something like yeah. yeah, something like that. I forget what. But I know, uh, like, specifically the, like, um, the, like X-Wing TIE Fighter battles. Like them? God, so much fun. I mean, it's it's exactly what it sounds like, yeah. you yeah. know? And it's that not, sounds like, like fun. But, like, it just it, it looks and sounds so great. And they and it's weird. The controls, when I first started playing it, felt too simplified. Mm-hmm. But now that I've gotten good at it and I've gotten into, like, multiple dogfights consecutively, I love it. Um, and, yeah, like, it's, it's so simple, but it works. And, like, the... You know, uh, ground fighting shoot 'em up stuff is fine, but that's the spaceship stuff. Oh well, yeah, the ground shoot 'em up stuff is very common. The spaceship stuff, yeah, totally, not, as much, right? not really, yeah. and it works so well. 
Really? I don't know, 40 mm. bucks, man. I might grab it. Yeah, it's 40 bucks ain't bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. Or you could get Brendan's account as well. All right, yeah, I'll steal <laughs> Brendan's account. Well, I'll just play on Brendan's account. Yeah, well, not simultaneously. No. <laughs> it's kind of stops you from yeah, doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't worry, I'm pretty busy with Plants vs. Zombies. Oh, that's good. And then people convinced me to download Final Fantasy, was it 14? 14. Yeah. Nope, right. not loving that? Uh, it took me forever just to update it. I haven't even gotten into the damn thing yet. It's God. been two days. But if you don't, like, didn't like the last 13 Final Fantasy games. I didn't play any Final Fantasies. My friend was shocked because I don't play Final Fantasy. Yeah, you don't like RPGs, right? No, I don't. This well, is that's a the RPGist of all RPGs. It is the is an granddaddy of RPGs Absolutely. right there. It's an MMORPG. So yeah. Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. I don't know. Ask your girlfriend. Somehow mm. she talked me into it. I really got into I remember, like, loving... Seven, the one with the guy with the giant sword. That's, yeah, Eris and seven. Cloud and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember like loving that when it came out, just because I wasn't really used to that format. Yeah, I just I can't do it anymore. I'm gonna no. spend so many hours playing a game. That's my view. Like, yeah. if a game's over twenty hours, I'm probably not gonna finish it. Mm-hmm. It really depends on what it is, because I've I've sunk a lot of time in a Plants vs. You have no so. kidding, but yeah. like that's the type of game that I enjoy. Though. Yeah, like, see, that's why I like it too. It's like a game game. So well, this I one's like a, a second life game. This I one's got, an MMO. I have so enough lives see. on my own. With my see, I wanted to try second life, but by the time I got to the party, it was too late. Yeah, yeah. You probably didn't miss anything. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you did miss weird like furry sex. And okay. the sex addicts. I no, don't but know. I knew you could. At one point, you could make real money selling uh, weird sex paraphernalia. No, but you game. could yeah, build yeah, furniture and clothing and stuff. And I know how to do that. I assume it was all sex based because that's what I assume everyone in Second Life did. Mm-hmm. No, you could actually be a virtual real estate agent as well and make money. I doesn't sound like that. No, nope, that sounds. <laughs> Brendan just assumes that it's all sex stuff. Have you seen Second Life? Have you seen? I watched documentaries on Second Life. That's why they're basically all sex. It's not all sex. Uh, you can run clothing boutiques and skins and stuff. You can sell for real money, which I've done in the past on other games, so I know you can actually make money Second at Life's it. still going? I assume Apparently. so. But not like it was. They I don't think you should play it because it's a dark den of just deviant activity now. They had a, I think they had like a little market crash in Second Life. And oh, stuff. really? The, mar- the, 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 the bottom <laughs> dropped out of the Second Life money laundering I think so. scheme. I actually, w- I logged into my Battle.net account the other day, Phil. Do you know what that is? No. World of Warcraft. Oh, my God. You, you went down a dark hole, Mel. Come out. Don't Why don't go do down that? there. I just wanted to see what level I was at in case I that want to That is an MMO, MMO-ass MMO. Yeah, I, I do it for PvP. I've discussed this on podcasts before. I love PvP. You could do that in Final Fantasy fourteen, I guess. Yeah, but then I have to level a character. Like that's a that's gonna be a whole thing. I think I'd rather just go back to something I already put a lot of to be years fair, into. The, the, no, because in in most of these games, you know, level up in like four days. Yeah, that sounds horrible. But you're not that f- top level anymore, Mel. Like the top level in in is WoW 100? is like yeah, and you you can't. Be and if you buy the expansion, you get it automatically upgraded oh, for so one of your dumb. characters. This entire thing. So I don't have dumb. to. I don't have to grind, which is why I hate those games oh, to start this, with. This sounds so dumb. Like, Actually, we're interested in playing ESO, so we might check that out too. What's what, Elder Scrolls Online? I have that. Yeah. I have the disc of that. I have literally <laughs> not cracked the package on that. I like. I should play this. I bought it. Then I sat it in my shelf, and it sat there ever since. I'm just giving into a bunch of peer pressure because Final Fantasy was peer pressure. But it's like and 20 bucks. ESO, exactly. You could have bought the $10 dollar one, too. It wasn't me. It was Mike that downloaded it. Oh, ESO is peer pressure. There's no reason. You, I started no one, World of Warcraft because of peer pressure. No one is playing Elder Scrolls Online. My friend is. He's the one trying to get me to play it yeah, with Yeah, but him. no one else is. It's, no it's one's playing DC I mean, either. From what I oh, although, did you see the Pornhub video someone did from Elder Scrolls? Why would I have seen that? Because apparently it's hilarious. No. Someone made a porn 
with the assets from Elder Scrolls? Like a really? Yeah. I don't. I don't even want to know. No, nah, probably not. I just, you wandered down the dark hole now, Brendan. No, that was on Kotaku. Let's go down. Let's be clear here. I did not cover that story. Kotaku did, and I don't know why. Because it's probably hilarious. It's a dark, dark hole. Don't right, go Phil. down there. Mm. You should sign us off. Do you know where you can find us? Uh, on the internet. Where on the internet? That's, that's I don't know. You tell me, Mel. <laughs> CGMagOnline.com, where you can find all of Phil's movie reviews. That's very true. Including yep. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Mm-hmm. As of tomorrow. And the or four. today. As of today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his review of Lego Marvel Avengers, mm-hmm. as of yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brendan will have a review shortly up for a cell phone of some type. What type? Yeah, the Ace, uh, the... Um, ZTE Axon Pro, which will be going up sometime next week. And in two weeks, I'll have my review of Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. When does that come out? Uh, February 23rd. Okay. Trust me, I, I'm counting the days. <laughs> Can't wait. Make sure we Trying to platinum that first one. I'm so close. When's Star Fox coming out for the Wii U? I figured that, that was going to be you that wanted to review Star I Fox. desperately did. Yeah. Is that the Wii U one? Yeah. Happening. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, a couple months, I think. Uh, it's been pushed a few times. I yeah. know that's the thing. I can't keep track. It's March now. I yeah. Think, yeah, I think it is March. Okay, well, it's. I want to say March. Close. Close. Yeah. Yeah. You can it hold on. It was supposed to be Christmas, and then it wasn't. No, it was then it was supposed to be um, February, and they moved it even further. March? I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that. it's March now. And the last time I went through this pain was <coughs> Batman, and I ended up loving the game in the end. So it's worth it. Well, apparently, they, as a side note to Batman, apparently they have canceled the Lennox and Mac versions of that game. Oh really? Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> that PC version's apparently broken as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Well, and also, like, in gaming, you know, time, the game's old. Is it? I guess so. Enough so that I might, I can't imagine anyone... On Linux saying, I really yeah, wish yeah, I'd yeah, played yeah. that game now? Like, I'm just waiting for Linux. <laughs> I'm not getting it till then. It doesn't seem right to me. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Where else can you find us? Where can you find you? Where can you find you on the Twitter? Me? I'm at that Phil Brown. There you go. I'm Kicks with Chaos, K-I-X-X-E-N-K-S. And Brendan? B-F-R-Y-E-26. And, of course, C- at CGMag Online is our official Twitter handle. We also have Facebook, facebook.com slash comicsgamingmagazine. Google Plus, google.com slash little plus sign CGMag Online. Woo. There you go. And we have a Tumblr that allows you to ask questions. Oh, yeah. Did we get questions this week? We didn't no. even look. I, I looked the other day. Okay. There no questions. So ask us questions. Ask Phil questions. Ask Brendan questions. Ask Cody ask questions. and Jordan questions. Ask everybody questions. We'll I will it. have... Kisses content. Yes. We're not wheel spinning so much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be fair... So the link will be on our Twitter for questions. Yeah, that's unfair. Brendan doesn't want to answer your questions. Don't ask I really don't. I mean, I kind of do because I kind of want to see what you'll ask me. But I also don't because... Ask him why he bought five Zooms. I sold them all. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. So the most double what I paid. Why he collects laser discs? Because they have some movies you cannot find in any other format. Was it a bet? (laughs) Was it it a bet gone very bad? Yeah. Might have started as a bet, but now it's really. What was the bet? I'll tell you off air. Fair enough. (laughs) All right. See you next week. Bye.